It's the Game On podcast. I'm talking to Charlie Bill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just reflect on the game that just happened? That was, what was going on? And that is, like, we had a sea change completely from being, like, a great win to a, an enormous win. But even if it just won one by one goal, it still would have been a great. Yeah, I think the, it was such a pleasing victory. I think we, a lot of the message we said at half time, we dominated a lot of the ball. We had, we created a lot of chances. And to be fair to Hounslow's keeper, she was excellent. She, she almost stopped everything first half. And it was a fantastic uh, strike from Marianne to, to actually break the deadlock. Um, and it just felt like one of them ones at half time, similar to Plymouth, where we was getting frustrated in terms of not scoring the chances. Um, and we just said to him, we said, you've got to go and get the second in this game and then it'll make it easier. And and to be fair, the, the, the most pleasing bit was from 45 to 60. I think we went from 1-0 up to 4-0 up in in the space of five, six minutes. And I think that just blew them away. And it allowed us to, one, then enjoy the football and, and enjoy keeping the ball, enjoy um, bringing, making some changes. We, like I say, Flo stepped up from RTC last season. She come on and we had handed out a couple of debuts, which is always nice. Um, and then, yeah, and then, and then got the fifth goal as well. Molly Cooper coming on and, and getting minutes. So I think all in all that, yeah, 1-0, 5-0, still the same amount of points. But also, the thing that we stress is when you're down there, goal difference is a massive thing. So we said, don't just stop at 1, 2, 3 and be happy with that. Go for more. And I think, yeah, to, to keep a clean sheet, score five goals um, and to build on before Christmas, it was, yeah, an excellent victory. Because goal difference will make a difference towards the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? Is it, is it could be a matter of same points place above or place below, right? Yeah, and it's something you look out for. And at the moment, between, I think, the the bottom six, we've got the best goal difference. And I think the, the goal difference is a big credit to us. Although we're on, it seems, minus 11, I think we, we've lost two games, 5-1, which is to Oxford and Bees. And, and we look at that, you take that out, of the, them two out of the equation, you're looking at a minus three goal difference, which which by all accounts isn't bad at all. So I think that shows how, how competitive we've been in games. So yeah, that's something we definitely look out for and, and something that we're working towards to keep as I say, we don't know whether it, if, if that's an extra point. If you if you uh, have the best goal difference, it's almost an extra point. So yeah, so vital. Yeah, no, absolutely. And seeing having that opportunity to build on the confidence before Christmas, and actually for the players to maintain that level, right? Because surely there's a frustration of not winning games, and but you played really well. You get a great game before Christmas, which is the Plymouth game, and you win. I see our season has been stop and start, stop, start, stop, start. And it's been, that's unfortunate because it's not been the flow of games that we would have liked, right? Yeah, I think I think it goes back to, though, the ownership then you, you put on players. And I think they know that, or they knew the importance of first game back and starting well. And I think that they were given um, physical conditioning programmes over Christmas, which we trusted that they, and, and they, as I say, all last week they come in and you could tell that they were coming in in good shape, ready to go again. I think no one, although, say, players have enjoyed Christmas and rightly so, that everyone everyone should be able to. Um, it's the first time being able to spend with families for a long while. So, um, but I think they obviously had that mindset as well. They wanted to be the, the players coming in back on the team sheet. Um, and, and I think that, that showed this um, last Sunday. And I think for, for this Sunday, again, we, we, we have Southampton, which is going to be a big, big task. But I think going into that game, uh, two wins on a bounce, actually we can enjoy the occasion and almost go, you know what, we, we give them a scare in the League Cup game and they might be a top side. But if we match our levels in that game, we can certainly, yeah, we're looking at every game going, no game is written off for three points. And that's the, that's the mindset we've got. We're not looking further than the next game ahead, but we do really believe that each game that we can get something out of these now. I was going to say, well, let's talk about the Southampton game in just a moment. But you're right, 
the mindset as I've seen as a fan leading up to where we are this today, do you know what I mean, with that game win at the weekend, has always been a win. There's no way that we approach the Bees game with a like, oh, we're going to lose this game because they're just got a better side. It just wasn't like that. And it, the, sometimes when you watch a game, it never really quite represents the score. Even if it was like 5-1, it doesn't quite represent the game and the passion behind the ladies playing. It, it just ha- means that they scored five goals. Yeah, and I think uh, a bit of that goes down to as well, a little bit of consistency. I think um, uh, you'll know full well in terms of players moving on. When, when you get see start of the season, you look at different players, different roles and things like that. And I think out of the um, bar injuries and things like that, I think we've had the same now consistent back five for, for five, six league games now. Um, I think we only made one change from the Plymouth game and that was due to uh, to an injury. Uh, so I think actually we, we're having a consistent start level, which is then showing. I think when we was at our best last season, when we were in that run of four or five games in a row, not conceding, it was because we had the same start in 11. And I think that's where we want to get to. Um, although players who aren't starting will want to obviously make that impact, I think um, that consistency really shows and then the level of performance is then consistent. And, and yeah, we can keep putting in performances like Plymouth and like, like Hounslow. Yeah, no, completely. And we're really looking for Southampton. We're going to talk first to Kerry. Tell me about her as a player. I mean, I've got yeah, really good relationship with Kerry. I think, again, Kerry's been one of the ones who have been, been in for four or five years now. And, and kind of um, she has a real understanding of the club, how it runs um, and everything about it. And, and Kerry, I'll always say, is almost a little bit like my go-to player. I think when players watch Kerry, um, the, the energy she puts in, the hard work, I think... We there's, there's times this season when we we've used the the kind of terminology to players. Right, we shouldn't be debating if you're walking out of that pitch. What how many how how much effort you're going to put out of ten? We should be nine, ten out of ten every single game. And I think I think a lot of players that come or people come and watch supporters come and watch Kerry will will show that and and see that when she goes out on that field, she puts everything in for the cause. And I think when when the tough run um, come about, it, she 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 saw that herself and and wanted to stand up as a senior figure. And then she certainly has the last few weeks as well. Oh man, to see her running up and down the pitch, literally hang, hanging on the sides, do you know what I mean? To get the balls in, to kind of move the, the play up, up, up the field has been just phenomenal. I just, I, honestly, I, I gave a man of the match, I think, a few weeks ago. There was a moment where I went, that's a player who's playing to win and to play, do you know what I mean? Because that, and, it sh- and it builds, doesn't it? The, the, the essence of that, that builds the team around them as well to say, we are here to win and we are here to play. Yeah, and I think credit to her as well. Like you, We're asking her to do a role where she's playing off her wrong side as well, not being left-footed um, in terms of that role. And, and I think you don't ever feel like she's playing wrong side in terms of understanding when you watch her. She doesn't look out of balance, out of position. So I think, yeah, it's credit to her in terms of the uh, what, what she gives us both in and out of possession. And I think um, that's certainly what we look for in our fullbacks. I think if you see Hannah War on the other side as well, both of them bring that energy. And I think that's something that's been massive this season, um, both defensively and attacking-wise, and, and what we're going to need, fingers crossed and touch wood, that they stay fully fit for, for this run of games because they're going to be vitally important. And there is a run of games. Uh, let's hear, shall we now, from Kerry. Uh, back in September, I gave you uh, Man of the Match because I, when I watch you as a fan, you work so hard on the pitch. And I just wanted to bring that up again now because I just kind of went, 
I like watching you play. You roll up your sleeves, you're in there. <laughs> I don't quite understand that, but uh, you can, maybe you can explain. But that, there's just something about that passion you have on the pitch, which I think is exciting to watch, but also encouraging others. Is that how you see it as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, first and foremost, it's really nice to hear that, so thank you. Um, but yeah, it's that, it's that desire, I can't help it. As soon as I get on to the pitch and, and the whistle goes, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's go time. And I, and I just want to, so eager to get on the ball and to make something happen and to change the pace of the game. I want to inject a bit of speed and a bit of, you know, desire to, to, to go and win. Yeah. So is it is the last few games been obviously exciting because we we've been winning, but you've seen a team, oh man, you've seen an ups and downs of a team, haven't you, for the like the last five years or so? But certainly in the last year, you would have seen some changes that have happened as well. I said the team has changed since like October. I think there's been a, a, a different team that's come out to play. Not that it wasn't wanted to win beforehand. But actually, there's, it seems like there's been a different team. From your perspective, though, um, how have you seen the team in the, like, the last six months or so? It's always difficult, isn't it? Everyone's, everyone comes here for the same reason. We, we love football. We want to go and win. We want to enjoy playing. It, it, it's hard to, to be mentally resilient when you, you go against teams week after week and, and you're getting beat. Um, and, and that's not for lack of desire or a lack of passion. I know that every every player out there wants to go and win and wants to play uh, their best football. Um, but I think it's changed so much where we, we, we've come back into the change room and, and Charlie, Mark, all the staff have, have, have said to us, it, it's down to us. It's not always looking at the technical ability or the... Um, you know, how fit we are or decision-making, that kind of stuff. It's about giving it absolutely everything. And although we've got that passion and that desire, it, it, it's pairing that with the mental resilience to come back. And you said after October, I think we we all went away individually and just thought that although we, we've got that desire, we need to pair it. And I think that's what's happened since. And when you, when you look at our games, that's why we've only been losing by, by a fine margin. I've said this to Charlie, sometimes it's unfair. The score does never match with the, with the passion on the pitch. And it's unfair, even the, the, the Bees game, do you know what I mean? That's, that, even though you lost like 5-1, it, that did not match the passion that I saw on the pitch to play and to be a team and to score. That, and it's sometimes unfair, right, that games are like that. Absolutely. Um, I know I speak for all of us when I say that it, it comes down to moments, individual moments, because you will have hundreds of, if not thousands of moments within a game where you have chased down that last player, you have made that final tackle, you have delivered that final ball and you have done every single thing that you could do in each one of those moments. But it comes down to the one or two out of those hundreds, out of those thousands that change the game. And that's when you concede and that's when heads go down. And that's when, that's when it's hard. That's when the mental resilience comes in. And yet that cup game that we had, you, it was 90th minute, there's a penalty and it's like everybody's heads did not drop. There was a lift that said, and that's why I see that the game has changed from that point, because there was a lift that said, hang on a minute, we can still win this. Absolutely. I think that everybody as a collective realised that for once we had nothing to lose. There was no pressure on us to 
really go after the win because we, we, we threw that out the window and we thought we're actually here because we enjoy it, we love it. And yes, we want to win, but we want to enjoy it first. Mm. We, we dedicate a lot of our time to this and to not enjoy it is such a shame. And that's exactly what we did then. And I think that's why we were able to, to harness that, that mental resilience that I keep speaking about. With, with that in play, we were able to play to our potential and therefore enjoy it. It's all linked. We talked about this on video already, but we, you played for Watford, you went to America, you've now played for the Dons as well. What is that resilience like that they teach you or is that something you've had to learn? Uh, it, it's strange actually I don't think it's something that can be taught I think it's um, something that all athletes end up doing um, you are faced with um, something that's really emotionally draining um, the amount of energy time commitment dedication that is put into playing and training and conditioning um, when you're in those tough times um, and, and it translates to, to life skills. You, you have to be able to calm yourself, gather yourself and make a conscious decision to continue to show up or to fall. And I think that that's not just football, that's life. And once you learn that within something like football, where it's, I mean, it's not life or death, but because you're so passionate about it, it can be so emotional, um, it, it, it's invaluable. If you were to pass this on information, not just to yourself when you were like younger, but if you were to pass this information on, say, an RTC player, how could you best describe this feeling and, and how best they could mentally prepare themselves to be mentally challenged? I think it's first and foremost to be forgiving of yourself. I think people are very harsh on themselves. Again, it's a, it's a trait of, of sports players. You want to be the absolute best you can be. And if you played 89 minutes flawlessly, but your one minute wasn't your best, you will come off and beat yourself up over the one minute rather than give yourself a pat on the back for the 89. And it's about understanding that it's not always going to go the way that you want it to, but it's never ever about making a mistake or having bad technique or um, making the wrong decision. It's about how you react to that and how you continue to show up every time. So the team at the moment then mentally are back-to-back -back wings, um, a change in... That's a nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not unusual because uh, last season there was a moment where it was like there was a momentum um, and with sadly with lockdown and everything else, so everything got cut down and short and lost its way maybe just slightly without being rude. Um, and I think from a fan's perspective, I've seen a change in the team and I've seen a passion grow and I've seen a momentum growing. So there's no reason why, even with the Southampton game at the weekend, why, why won't that be a win? That's the mental attitude again, isn't it? That says, who cares who they are or where they are? They're just another team on the day. Absolutely. It, it, does, it doesn't matter. I think, I think, yes, you have to be prepared. Yes, you have to know your position. Yes, you have to um, figure out the best strategy in order to, to, to go against them. But I think, the, the, again, it, it's life skills. You need to understand that the only thing that you can control is you. It doesn't matter about the other team, how well prepared they are, who, who's playing, how, what their background is, how, how good they are, where their strengths are, because 
we have great players, we have great strengths, we have great strategy. It's about going out there and, and again, not um, succumbing to, to the pressures of, of where we are in the league or how we've been performing previously. If we go out there and play like we know that we can play, harness that mental resilience, we will come out with both a win and ultimately enjoy it. So... Yeah, I, I think you're right. And then the, the enjoyment factor is seen on the faces, not just in wins, but actually when we're playing well. It's the, there's a like a team spirit, a shout from the back from Chloe, or there's something that's going on that kind of means that people are starting to form interaction and, and know each other, where they're going to be and how they're going to be. And it's almost like not just second guessing, but an understanding of each other at those points in time. So I'm um, no, looking forward to this coming Sunday, uh, the Southampton game. Kerry, thank you for your time. Uh, not a problem I, I, honestly you're a bulldog on the pitch <laughs> a hard working individual but a team player hear me on that one always shouting from you from the stands because I think it's a really great to see and why do you roll up your sleeves <laughs> <laughs> is, okay. it, is it a superstition no it's not uh, I'm not going to lie I just get hot oh yeah <laughs> Um, I feel I feel restricted when I've got when I've got you know t-shirt on shorts on. I tend to roll my, roll my shorts up, roll my sleeves up. I, yeah, just prefer it. Always did when I was in America. Too hot. Now now we've got to December and January. <laughs> I've put them not up. <laughs> I, I was going to say, but I just think yeah, no, just, I've, I've noticed it. So it's a good thing. It's a good notice though, right? So that's good. Right, okay. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Kerry, it's very exciting to hear what she, uh, how she kind of got into football and her passion behind MK Dons, right? Yeah, and I think you, like I said, uh, I expected kind of that. And I think when you hear from Kerry, is she, she, as I say, she's been here for a long while. And and to be fair to Kerry, she's had setbacks. She's had, uh, she's played different roles for us. There's been times where she didn't have uh, run of games. And I think I remember even a conversation we had one summer in terms of she was unsure whether she was going to make that start in eleven. She was like am I part of your plans? I said, yeah, wholly. And, and then kind of, and am, am, am I part of that starting level? She wasn't at that point, but she said, I'm, and now I know I'm part of it. I'm going to work. I'm going to be hard. And she did. And whenever you give Kerry that start in 11 plays, she will hold on to it and she will do everything before you can take that off of her. And, and I think it'll, it'll only ever be a suspension or injury that will take it away from her. Yeah, no, completely. Southampton game is coming up this Sunday. Then they're all important games. So let's not just, we're not highlighting this one just because it's Southampton, but it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think, I think players always want to test themselves against the, let's say not, not that you don't enjoy playing a Plymouth for Hounslow because they have their pressures around them in terms of positioning. But I think when you look at Southampton and when you look at the, the individuals that they've got and, and when, for example, when I went and watched Northern Ireland England and you've got two Southampton players representing Northern Ireland playing at Wembley. And I think when you're then a player who comes up against them, um, it does bring that extra kind of 10% to your game because you do really want to impress. I mean, if Southampton win their games in hand, they go top of the league. So again, it's they're going to have their own pressures, I think, in a relegation battle and, and a top-of-the-table clash. I think they've got the pressures of winning every game. They've seen Ipswich drop points this weekend, so they'll be looking at that. Um, but, but certainly, we'll, we'll go in as the underdogs, but sometimes that, that's, the, uh, that's the enjoyable thing. You've looked at the FA Cup this weekend, and there's been many of upsets that, that teams have been written off, and, and I don't mind that at all, because I know from within, if we recreate what we did against Plymouth and Hounslow, we'll, get, we'll have a very, very big chance of three points. This sounds really simple, but as a fan, it's like, just play our game. 
don't play their game, just play our game, surely. Yeah, and, and again, going back to coaching, it's, it's probably when I first come in here and first was managing, I was trying to find out so much about opposition, so much about their strengths, so much about the weaknesses that weeks were going and we were focusing a lot. So on week to week, we were changing maybe our shape, what we were doing because of the team or the opposition. Well, now it's it's very much 80, 85% about ourselves. Okay, little bits will be tweaked, understand the opposition and the formation they play, but we as, as you say there it's, it's about focusing on ourselves focusing on what we do well and then if we know that we play to our top level we we believe that we'll we'll match anyone in this league oh absolutely absolutely and i, and I think there's been that momentum hasn't there from from my perspective uh, from the fans who've seen that perspective grow and we've seen that momentum grow and i think going to southampton game there is no reason why that shouldn't be a win do you know what i mean absolutely because when we play our game we play our game well i uh, say so this sunday then 2 p.m kids under 18 free Yes, yeah, as usual, and, and I think it would probably be good support because I know Southampton bring a real good following, so, yeah. So come on, you Dons, this coming Sunday at 2pm, Stadium MK. 